Hey everyone, I'm back with a new episode. Really excited about this one, actually. So, as I'd said in my Breaking the Hiatus episode and also in my last episode, I sort of really want to remake and redo, reshape, revision a little bit what I do here on this podcast. And with this episode, I hope it's a start of something like that. In this episode, I want to talk about human dynamism and why we as humans often lack the reinforcement of the idea and the concept that we are dynamic, we can grow, we can develop, we can change over time, and that we are not static individuals in our being and in our states and in our characteristics. The biggest thing which I've learned in this whole thing is that there are really no texts or information that we consume, especially going through school, that really get at this particularly well and the one of the the significant things which I've seen is that it's not necessarily just one text that doesn't exist, but it's not a common theme which we see. It's something that for me is so important and something which I personally believe that if we incorporated more into our education systems, into our parenting, into how we talk about people, how we see other people, that these things would happen and we would take massive steps forward in our society and in where we are. I think that if we can bring out these themes of human dynamism and have people start to think critically, discuss and understand it very frequently throughout their education as young people and then throughout their lives as they grow, the way in which we interact, the way in which our society progresses forward and the way in which we act as humans, both individually and towards others, would improve dramatically. So a big piece here is what are the texts that can showcase this common theme, this theme of human dynamism? So for me, I sort of think about literature and I go right to literature. And I think that one of the best texts for this, that is a fiction novel that is often put into literature and English curricula is To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. This story is a Bildungsroman. It is the story of an evolution of individuals. And in this story, you see an evolution of how people treat one another and how people see one another. Especially you see this in Scout who grows and is naive at the beginning. And as she grows and sees more and more and more, she learns more and more and more. And she grows. That's the key thing. She is dynamic. She is not just one being and that is it. She is not the same person throughout the entire story. Whereas she is someone who grows, develops, learns, 
sees the world differently through different lenses by being exposed to different experiences. This is, of course, a theme which I would love to see more and more. However, even within that, there is the issue of, oh, well, she was naive and young and she's just learning about the world. And of course, her experiences are shaping her in one way versus presenting a theme or presenting the life of someone to show how they can change, even if they start in one position. So if Scout were someone who grew up in a racist family and had racist beliefs as a very young person, and then were exposed to all of these experiences and the story which takes place in which she sees the issues with race and racism in her town and sees the injustice take place and then has a transformation from there. In that, I think there would be even more meaning which we could take from it. This is just one example of one book which I can think of and probably the only book which I can think of and go back to where I can say, yeah, there is a theme of human dynamism and our ability to change, learn, and adapt. But even then, it sort of plays into the stereotype of, oh, only young people can learn, only young people can change and become different. But it doesn't seem to be a key theme in literature, especially the literature which we read in school. I mean, when I go back and sort of list through all the books I read in school, I don't seem to come across that theme of human dynamism and humans' abilities to change opinions over time from learning and experience and having one formed opinion and then experiencing something and then seeing a change in them over time. There doesn't seem to be that. You know, when you think about novels like Frankenstein, Brave New World, um, Lord of the Flies, um, The Old Man in the Sea, Night by Elie Wiesel, um, geez, there are a lot, um, The Heart of Darkness, even Shakespeare getting into things like Macbeth and Romeo and Juliet, none of these stories, none of these books have this theme of human dynamism. And even if you dive into history and you look at history, none of history seems to have the theme of human dynamism either. If you dive into even religion, the amount that it comes up is very rare. The only individual who I can think of in religion from my experience who sort of has this shift, well, two, I'd say, one being Saul, who becomes Paul, who hates Christians, destroys the lives of Christians, meets Jesus, has an experience, sees how it can transform him, and then completely becomes a new man who reinvents himself to become deeply kind, loving, and willing to give himself away. And another figure would be the Buddha, who lived and grew up with so many possessions as a prince of royalty, and then completely turns his life around through this deep experience with the Eightfold Path and developing Buddhism and sort of shedding all of his personal possessions. 
all of these two stories seem to get at this theme. However, they are not what comes out. These are just two small specks within this vast sea of a lack of focus on this theme of human dynamism and how we can change and we have the ability to change and we can grow and learn no matter at what point we are. And I'd like to take that step back to say, imagine what the world would look like if that were a common theme, if that were the way in which we spoke about each other, if that were the way in which we saw the world and ourselves. And it's so embedded into this. When someone doesn't do well, we think that they are that way and that they don't have a capacity to grow or to change. That is a common way to see other people. Even when you think about TV characters in a TV show, we describe them in certain characteristics and we see those characteristics as concrete. We believe that they cannot change and we describe them in that way. Even you think about the characters whose lives inspired you in different pieces of literature. Most of those characters who inspire you, whose characteristics light your world up, those characteristics you probably see as concrete. And it's no fault on you. It's just the way that literature has been. It's the way that we are. It's the way in which we've sort of embedded the way in which we see other people into our lives. Even when you think about the most irreverent figures in the world, how do we think about them? We think about them as always good, permanently good, people who are different class, who are different from everyone else, who are just at a different level concretely. You think about individuals like Jesus or God or... I mean, you just go through the list, even Muhammad... Mansa Musa, like you think about irreverent religious figures like Gandhi, Nelson Mandela, um, Martin Luther King, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington. We only think about these individuals in their positive characteristics and what they are, which is static. We only see them as one way and that is it. We never learn a story or are able to see the growth of them over time. We're not able to see how dynamic they are and how late into one's life one can change and one can evolve, one can become different, one can learn from one's mistakes. That's critical. And I really struggle to see where that is emphasized and why that is not emphasized. Wouldn't it be great for us to always teach each other and to see each other in a way of you made this mistake, but you are not confined to it. This mistake does not need to end your life. This mistake does not need to define you forever. You can become different. You can grow. You can learn from the things that you have done. You can become better. You can ascend. You can evolve. Why is this not a theme 
that is brought out more and more? Why is this not a theme that is highlighted when it can come up? Why is it that I've had to make a significant effort to even make that a common theme for myself, to find it intentionally whenever I can see it? And should it be that way? I think that is the question we all have to ask ourselves. But for me, it's no. We shouldn't have to see it that way. We shouldn't not highlight that as a theme. We shouldn't believe that people's characteristics are concrete, that they are the way that they are, and there's nothing we can do about it. But it goes so much deeper. It goes so much deeper. And I ask you this. In your next interactions with other people, in your next thought, conversation about someone else, whether it be real or a character or imaginary, whatever it may be, think about and reflect on how you think about that person's characteristics. Think about how you think of them. Think about how you define them, how you see them. And in doing so, ask yourself how many of those characteristics and aspects of that definition of that person fall in line with this theme of supporting the fact that humans are dynamic, that humans can grow, can change. I really hope that bringing up this topic, talking through this piece on human dynamism is meaningful for you. I hope that it's new. I hope that it's interesting. I hope that it's different. And I hope that it touches you because it's something which really touches me and it moves me significantly. And I hope you can hear that in my voice as I talk through all of this. It's a theme which means so much to me It's something where I think we have a lot of improvement left. But I think that we're dynamic in our ability to get at this. I think that this is something we can do. I think this is something we can improve on significantly. And I think that there are significant steps that we can take which would have large impacts on this. And I hope that through this dialogue, you believe so too. I'll be back soon. As always, so much love. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. And I'll be back soon. Lots of love. Cheers.